Welcome to the Women's Business Workshop podcast. We have a fun episode today. We're talking about how to make the most of the Lakeside Conference, which is our event coming up this month in Southeast Wisconsin. We were going to share about what to expect. And even if you aren't going to this conference, there's a lot of good takeaways that you can apply to other events. If you are new to the podcast, I'm Robin Walker, a small business consultant for female business owners. Women call me when they want to get more organized and focused in their business, need help with their event, need a speaker, or want to join our community of female business leaders. We host an in-person event every year to bring everyone together, line up some amazing business trainers, and plan an impactful day out of the office. You can learn more at womensbusinessworkshop.com or at the link in the show notes. Today, we have some guests with us that I'm excited to introduce you to. They are part of the planning committee for the conference and are going to share their experiences as attendees. Dr. Emma Scaro is owner of Cairo's in Motion Sports Chiropractic, located in both Elkhorn, Wisconsin and Franklin, Wisconsin. Hi, Emma. Hi, Robin. Thank you so much for having me. It's our pleasure. We have Victoria Warren, the owner of Above the Bar Dance Academy in McHenry, Illinois. Hi, Victoria. Hi, Robin. Thanks for having me. And then we have Kim Palika of Cheer Buttons and Bows in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. Hi, Robin. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. So first, I just want to tell everyone, if anyone's not familiar with the Lakeside Conference, a little general information. It's a one-day event in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. We rent out a resort and we have speakers that come. We do different activities to help us get to know each other. It's open to the public. It's an all-day event plus an evening activity as well. Um, this is will be our eighth year having the conference. It's predominantly female business owners, entrepreneurs, freelancers, and business leaders. Most people are from two to three hours maybe of Lake Geneva, but we have also had people fly in for the event in the past. So we hope you can join us. I'm going to start out by asking our committee members, because they've all been to at least two of the conferences in the past. What was one of your favorite things about the conference? Emma, do you want to start? My favorite part about the conference is learning from like-minded women. So it's always been a great time just having conversations and learning what other businesses that are small are also doing. Sure. And there's a lot of great little conversations that happen in the hallways or over lunch or dinner that are not even part of the content or anything, but it's connecting with those other small business owners, like you said. How about you, Victoria? You know what? I I agree with Emma. I also like just the surprises with those small conversations after the sessions that we were at that drew people back to what has worked for them on that subject and how it's kind of expanding the takeaway for me based on what that person took from that conversation for their own business and then how it affects how I could take that from for my business as well. That's a good point because you can get the content for a lot of different topics online or you could take a course by yourself in your office but having the conversations before and after or during really change the impact of that same content. It's like an onion. You're pulling Mm -hmm. away many more layers than what um, was presented initially. Definitely. How about you, Kim? Do you have a favorite part? 
I do. But mostly I just like that they're thematic so I can come prepared with the intention and going on a deep dive in my business in that particular area. So I'm in the right headspace and I already have some thoughts of what I'm I'm hoping to get out of it and questions prepared. That's a good thing to bring up. This year, we're talking a lot about finances and revenue and profit. That's something a lot of us weren't trained in. So we have speakers talking about that. We'll be talking about how to set a revenue goal and actually achieve it. A lot of money mindset, because that's something really important for small business owners. Our, t- our theme this year really is all around earning more and earning it in a way that feels good and natural. I also like that there's always a technology piece, but whatever is current, you've had Instagram and when Instagram just came out, uh, Facebook ads, Google My Business, SEO, Facebook groups, Pinterest, TikTok, and I'm really looking forward to the AI piece this year. Yes. And I am forcing everyone to go in that (laughs) because it's going to be a whole group session. So even if you don't think you need it or you don't want to need it, at least you know what's going on. And it might be something people don't look into on their own so much because it's very intimidating. So this way you can just sit back, absorb it, take what you want from it. But I love too that the speakers are so available. I've gone to other events where they swoop in, do their session, leave right away and you never see them again. Our speakers are there for the entire event and they are so generous and giving and we'll talk to you afterwards. I would just interviewed Rebecca the other day for the podcast, and she mentioned how if she didn't have enough time for Q&A, she'd be available during lunch and during dinner so people can come up and ask her additional questions. And I think that's just not something you get from every event. So one of the roadblocks that I've talked to people that they don't really want to admit, but they, they do, is that they're not real keen on going to an event if they don't know anyone else going. And it's hard to sign up for something and know you're just going to be there by yourself. Did any of you guys not know anyone going when you went to your first Lakeside conference? Or did you all know at least one person? I did not know anyone when I first started going. It was a little intimidating, but I think you do a really good job of finding women who are very welcoming And I think that was extremely helpful. So within a matter of minutes, I was feeling comfortable having conversations with the women at my table. Wonderful. That's great to hear. I knew one person. And once we got to the venue, they knew a lot of people. So I was left to fend for myself. But like what Dr. Emma said, the environment was so welcoming. It was so easy to meet up with different people, either by proximity at the table or just grabbing something to drink, that conversation spontaneously happened and it was really welcoming. I give a testament to the audience that you guys are just such an amazing audience. You guys are so welcoming, just so down to earth. And I don't know what it is that funnels out the drama, (laughs) but it just, when I look out in the audience, I just smile and my heart is just so happy because it's just so many really great, generous, friendly women. Yeah, I didn't know anybody. And I'm a a huge introvert. And um, I found it, I wouldn't say easy, because nothing, it's not easy for me. But I felt like the people made it more comfortable for me to speak. And you do some of, you know, activities that that force people like me to meet other people. 
it wasn't as as horrifying as I thought it was going to be. I and I left there knowing people and comfortable and looking forward to coming back next year. And I will say, Kim is my insider that will tell me, I hate all your networking things, <laughs> but they are good. I do meet people. Yes, that's really true. I, I, when they, as soon as you say we're going to start networking, I just, my palms get sweaty and I'm all nervous. But then once I'm doing it, then I'm like, oh, that I can do hard things and it's fine. I really try to make them feel more natural or feel intentional I never call on anyone that's not looking at me. Like, even though I was a teacher long ago, I don't force anyone to participate. We do have some people that might go to the bathroom at that time or just choose not to get up and talk to people. And that's okay. But I try to always have it be linked around an activity that I've thought through that there's a point to it. And it's not just a quote unquote icebreaker where you're doing something just to do something. I really try to think, how will this help? build their relationship or connect them with the right people. Yes, I agree. Yeah, something I wanted to reference was the the point of the initial conference that I went to. I was shocked at how empowering it was being around the woman who surrounded us. I thought I was just going to go to the conference, learn a few things. And then by the end of it, it was so empowering. And I felt so confident because that was something that I really struggled with when we first opened the business. And yeah, it's just been amazing being a part of it because each year I actually can see myself grow as a business owner and work together with the people that also attend the conference. I agree. There's not many opportunities to be in a room like that when you're a solo business owner and you're either around your team or your employees, or maybe you have coffee with another business owner now and then, but it's rare that you get in a room where everyone is cheering you on and you are around people that are maybe at a higher level than you that you can aspire to or meet, just the energy in the room is really empowering. I would agree. So before the conference, there's things that I always recommend for people to do. Some of the things I suggest are to make sure you have some kind of business card or something that you can hand out if someone wants to connect with you. I know there's a lot of digital ways to connect, but I also think it's really nice to have something physical so that if someone forgets, they still find you in their purse or find you in their their binder or their bag after the event. So definitely bring some kind of business card of some kind. Now is the time to order those if you haven't yet. This is your official reminder. I always suggest having a picture on your business card so that they can remember you because they've met you in person. There is an episode about a build a better business card from the past in the podcast, so I can link to that in the show notes. But I suggest bringing something like that. I also suggest looking up the speakers ahead of time. We have some amazing speakers that have great content out there and knowing who they are and what they're like and what they stand for before you hear their session, I think just makes it that much more impactful. You're not hearing it for the first time. We also have a podcast episode for every speaker that's out. So you can get to know them in the episode. In the episode two, they're just kind of touching on their topic so that you can kind of get warmed up. And then in the session is when you really get down to the hows of their topic. We also have a Facebook group for our attendees where we can talk about who's going to stay the night, who's getting hotel rooms, maybe sharing a ride, what you're going to wear, all those fun things. And you get the link for that when you register for the conference. 
Um, I have a couple other things, but there's anything else you guys have thought of or something you do that you're glad you do before you come or wish you did? I recently started blocking my schedule the the morning after, especially just to make sure that my brain has time to digest everything and I can re-go over it the next day because you learn so much information when you're there. Uh, I did not do that the first year and the second year I'm very happy that I did. We had the impact retreat the second day, which all of you guys participated in, which was great because we really went through every session and said, okay, what did you guys get out of this one? How are you going to apply it to your business? We had some really great conversations that day debriefing about everything. But yeah, I highly recommend if you're not a part of the retreat the second day, block off that day to really work on and digest what you learned. I have told this story before, but we've had an attendee that just told their office and their family that it was a multi-day event and stayed at the hotel for the whole time. And the next day just worked in the lobby. The Ridge has a beautiful lobby with couches and a lot of spaces to work in a coffee shop. So if you can swing it, the next day is a great day to just stay there and work. Anyone else have anything that they wish they did or do? Nothing that I wish I do, but I uh, I do bring branded pens to give the person I sit next to. I don't know, just like a little gift, uh, an icebreaker. That's nice, Kim. But the next day at the impact, I really do like going over, taking all the information and applying it specifically to my business at the next day. So I do recommend either joining impact and going to that retreat or blocking off time, like Dr. Emma said. Otherwise, it's just overwhelming and it just sits in your bag and it's intimidating to go back and look at. Victoria, do you want to add anything? Yes. You know, much like Kim, I have something that's pseudo a business card and it's called a wow card that we give out. It's a little shout out sticker like thing for the kids at the studio. And I'll notice something about somebody um, that I've done before at my third retreat I went to and just shared that with somebody at my table across the room. And it definitely, like Kim said, it's a great icebreaker and lets that person know that I noticed them and that I want to get to know them outside of the conference more. And so I've really enjoyed that. You know, I think the first time I went, I did not know to deep dive and research the speakers and listen to the podcast and, you know, just see how their business could speak to me and my business. And once I started doing that, definitely I got a lot more out of the sessions that I heard them speak. I was a victim of your, no, I'm going to say that differently. (laughs) I was a recipient, (laughs) not a victim. I was a recipient, Uh a target, if you will, of one of your kind little notes. And I don't know if I told you guys this, but I was doing a workshop speaking and occasionally I step away from the podium and talk with people. And when I went back to the podium, there was this little card there from Victoria that said, you are a rock star. You are awesome. And you know, when you're speaking, you're kind of nervous and went back to my podium and there was this lovely little note from you, Victoria. So you made me smile and take a deep breath and relax. And so this is the example of who's at the conference. You need to come meet these ladies. A couple other things. Yeah. Clear your calendar was one of the things I said as well. Uh, Do an autoresponder so that you feel like you don't have to check your email while you're there. I always say, if you are here, you are here. 
focus on being there and not be distracted. But part of that is setting that up ahead of time, doing some kind of autoresponder. If you have kids and you have someone else that can be their point of contact for the day, if it is usually you, like I've grown adults and they know that mom is not available this day, they might send me encouraging texts or they might be there, but they know if they need something, they're going to message or call dad or grandma or just someone else. So if you have that or team members that need to contact you, make sure they know that you will have limited availability. You really want to be there and be in the room, but you need to set that up ahead of time. And those are mostly my tips for what to do before an event. So moving into how to make the most of the actual day. So part of that I just said with being really intentional about being there, being focused, being in the room, making the most of the connections that you can make, but also staying for all the parts. Being there until the event actually ends at night is probably the best thing that you can do. We have a break for dinner. Pretty much everyone goes up to the hotel restaurant and sits in this enormously long table. And it's just another opportunity to get to know other people. You don't have to. You might go back to your hotel room for some downtime. But the people who haven't gone, I've heard, regretted that they weren't a part of that dinner. And then we do have our Bosses and Bubbly event in the evening from 6 to 8. And that is just a fun time where you can follow up with people, get to know them on a social level. We have fun things happening. This year, Dr. Emma and her team is going to be there doing shoulder and hand massage. We are going to have Veronica back with Vintage Meat Modern, and she's going to have vintage jewelry for sale. So we're going to have some fun things, opportunities to take pictures. We have mocktails or cocktails if you want. Just a fun time. But I think people think, oh, I'll just leave after the content. And they are missing hours of real gold in the event, in my opinion. So what do you guys think about that, the dinner time evening event as far as staying for the whole thing? As the introvert, I always say I'm going to leave as soon as possible. <laughs> but then I feel so comfortable after I get there. I just stay and enjoy it. And I'm so glad afterward. I work from home. And so I really enjoy the bosses of bubbly and just the music and with the friends. And it's like being out with my girlfriends again. And I, I really enjoy that part of it. I was going to say it's only 6 to 8 p.m. <laughs> so those of you who think I just don't go out at night, it's done at 8 p.m. <laughs> we can, it's, it's done for people like us. <laughs> so that it, it's a realistic amount of time. Yeah, I'm always glad I, I went. Last year it was a lot of fun too. Good. Yeah, I think a lot of the um, topics get brought up throughout the day and sometimes it's hard to actually dive into detail about them. There might be someone that you're talking with and then you have to stop early because we're switching to a new topic. And it's really nice to stay and have those conversations because that's when you really dive into, you know, the personal connection and just really getting to know who you've spent the day with, essentially. I see a lot of people doing introductions during that Bosses and Bubbly, too, because maybe they met someone at the conference that's new, but they ran into someone they already knew from the area, and then they're introducing each other. So that's kind of a cool thing that you wouldn't have if you left right after the last workshop. Yes, that's true. I have met through pe other more people through the one or two or three people I knew. Then it, it really expanded the network 
through that part in a very um, comfortable atmosphere. And I would challenge you guys to set out to be the people introducing other people too. It's easy to hope someone introduces you to someone, but if you are the person actively introducing other people, then you're going to meet more people as well. So Kim being an introvert and her sharing about how she she still shows up, that's something I want to encourage you guys that when you go to an event, it's real easy to just sit in the back or sit by the people you know. And I would encourage you at the event, if you come with someone, and that's another way around if you if you say, I don't know anyone coming, invite a friend and have someone else that you know come with you. Talk with people you don't know. This is an environment where you can go up to someone you don't know and just say, hi, we've never met. I'm so-and-so. And the person will not look at you weird. It is the space that you can test this stuff out. Even just going and sitting down at a lunch table, nobody's saving seats. Nobody, you know, you just go sit down, but challenge yourself to sit by people you don't know, talk to people you don't know, because everyone's really nice. And it's just different than if you were at some big, huge event. Be open-minded with that. Go out of your comfort zone. And as far as being open-minded as well, I would go into all of the content and the workshops being open-minded that there's a lot left for you to learn. Just because you've tried something before doesn't mean there's not a different way to try it or that you know everything about a certain thing. I don't think most of us are like that. I think most of us are well aware of what we what we don't know, <laughs> what we need to know. But just being open-minded with, okay, this person, you know, Victoria owns a dance studio. I'm a business consultant. There's a lot I can learn from her, even though we're in different industries and vice versa. So being open to learning new things, having new perspectives, getting out of your comfort zone, up-leveling your mindset, just go in kind of as a sponge. Okay, so then the most important and probably the most important question I get is, what are we supposed to wear? (laughs) So I want to touch on that. It seems like a little thing, but I really do have a lot of people ask me or ask in the Facebook group, what are we supposed to wear? (laughs) This still makes me panic, so I'm not a good one to answer this. (laughs) Well, I think there's like a nice middle ground of looking professional and in a way you feel good about yourself, but still being comfortable because we do take a lot of pictures and you sign that waiver when you buy your ticket that you're okay being photographed for the event. And we do use those in social media. So you don't want someone seeing you for the first time and you're at an event and everyone looks fairly nice and you're in sweatpants or a hoodie with words on the front. But at the same respect, it's a long day. So you want to be comfortable. You want to have comfortable shoes on. And I always think there's something to be said for looking somewhat on brand. And I don't mean you have to wear your brand colors at all. Victoria teaches dance in her business. So what she wears may be a little different than what I wear or what Emma wears. But Victoria always looks very nice. But you can still kind of tell that she's in the dance industry. And I don't know how you do that, Victoria, but it's just perfect blend of you look really nice. And then when I, if someone asks what you do, it would be like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. And she's not wearing a tutu, (laughs) (laughs) but you just do a really nice job. Yeah. I don't show up 
Thank you. I don't show up in my leotard and um, tutu skirt. I do curate or are intentional to pick items that fit um, the event I'm at. It's kind of in my world because I work and eat and breathe the arts. You know, I can up level things. I can get away with wearing a sequin or a tulle skirt or a pop of really bright color where others may not feel that kudos to you, Robin. I get inspired by what you do because you're the first intentional business owner that I saw like, oh yeah, the color, the coral, the Navy, like I see it, you know, all the time with you. And it's something that I've learned over the last couple of years, just how can I do that? Because it is important for people to take you seriously based on how you present yourself And it comes from wearing things that are fitting, not ill-fitted. That's another part of your personal brand that works with your business. I agree. And being at a business event, I feel like it does elevate a little bit. So like Dr. Emma, you're not wearing fancy clothes at your business. You are needing to be flexible and move around. But yet when you come to events, you still look comfortable but you definitely look really nice and professional. And you guys don't have to wear your brand colors. I will say why I always do is because I have a photographer there and it makes it so much easier to turn those pictures into social media when they already match my brand colors. (laughs) I guess I never really thought of that now that you guys are bringing that up. I'm really going to reflect on that and try and we'll see if my outfit is, you know, fitting for sports chiropractor this year. (laughs) Well, and it can just be business casual. You know, it doesn't have to be anything too strategic. It's just kind of fun sometimes. Yeah. The last two um, conferences, I think I just wore like comfortable dress pants and then a dress shirt. But this year I'm going to try and do the colors. We'll see. (laughs) It's just kind of fun. And, you know, when you look at the pictures of the event that are online, it's really across the board of what people wear. In the end, you want to feel comfortable physically, but you also want to feel comfortable that you're meeting people for the first time and you can't ever have a second first impression. So you want to make sure that you are fairly, you know, put together to some degree. I will tell you guys a little story that the second, what what year was that? I don't remember what year it was, but I chose to stay at the hotel and it was when it used to be a two-day event. And I shared a room with one of my dear longtime friends and realized I had forgotten all of my bathroom stuff, my hairdryer, my brush, my makeup, my curling iron, everything. And the woman I was sharing a room with is a very naturally beautiful. She does not even brush her hair, nothing, no makeup, nothing. (laughs) And I was going to be on the stage for an entire day with a professional photographer and had nothing. And it was horrifying. I survived. I don't know that I've used those pictures hardly at all from that day. And I don't know that anyone else noticed but me. So come as yourself. If there's something about you that is a certain part of your personality that you want to show off at the event so that you're memorable, do that too. You know, we don't need everyone just blending in. You want you want to be yourself and comfortable. Do any of you guys bring anything? We do have water there. So you don't need to bring a water bottle. We have ice water stations in all the rooms. Uh, We give you a binder or a clipboard to keep all of the notes from all the speakers. 
we have lunch available. We have, uh, there's a cafe upstairs. If you need to get coffee, additional coffee, we do provide coffee and tea or other little snacks, granola bars, etc. They have those upstairs. We have a pen sponsor. You don't even need a pen. Or if you sit next to me, I'll give you one of my pens. Yes. Sit by Kim. <laughs> I have a small notebook that I brought from the first time that, and now I bring it every time. And I like to look back at, I put the speaker's name, the date, and then all my notes. And um, I actually looked back at through it before your podcast today. And it was, it was like, oh yeah, that was so great. And I would, now I think I, I need to really look through it more. But I bring a little notebook in addition to what you provide. I love that. And it's just really small. It's about four by five. It's really small. It can fit in my purse. I love that because it's just for the conference. Yes, it's only for the conference. Oh, mm -hmm. That's really cool. I like that idea. The other thing I want to mention is the hotel room. So if you do want to get a hotel room, I would book that ASAP before they fill up. It is a boutique hotel, I guess I would call it. So it's not huge if you do want to spend the night, either the night before or the night of, so that you can really relax at Bosses and Bubbly and not worry about heading home that night. I would grab your hotel. It's the Ridge Hotel in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. It's kind of fun to be able to stay there and truly check out for the entire time. Sometimes people are hanging out in the lobby in their pajamas after, after the evening event. Only other thing that I can think of is that if you are, if you have bought your ticket, make sure you get in the Facebook group, introduce yourself, meet some of the other people, connect with them or follow their businesses online so that when you get there, you feel like you already kind of know people. Any other last words from any of you about the conference or anything you'd want to tell anyone? I would just um, be prepared to leave more informed about who you are as a person and more confident in moving your business forward. And um, I'm really looking forward to coming this year. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Kim. You're welcome. Thanks for hosting it. Yeah, I'm also very excited, too, because I feel like, um, like Kim just said, you leave knowing things that you didn't even know that you were going to know before you entered. And even so, this is year three of business. I'm still shocked at how much there is to know at, you know, getting the business continuing to go and continuing to run smoothly. So that's the only thing. It's not really a suggestion, but just an input. I love it. Thank you. I would say be prepared to be inspired and have your cup overflowing with connections, relationships, knowledge, and just affirmations. Like I am doing the right thing. You know, is there's so much to learn, like Kim and Dr. Emma said, there's, there's also affirmations and I am doing this right. Keep on that path and that journey. And so that's why this is such an incredible group to be part of an incredible event because there's still enough of the year, so to speak, to find those nuggets from the event embedded throughout the entire conference to just keep at it for the rest of the year. Well, I want to thank all of you guys as being part of the committee because they've helped come up with the ideas for this year, the topics, the speakers, some of the fun things. We have a couple new surprises for this year for our attendees. So I want to thank all of you guys for your time and energy being on the committee and putting in all the work. So we appreciate you. All right. Well, thank you guys. I want to give you all the opportunity to share where people can find more about you and your business. Kim, where can people find you? And all the social media, cheer buttons and bows. 
And I have a website, cheerbuttonsandbows.com. And her videos are really fun to watch where you make the bows. It's very relaxing to watch. Those are fun. <laughs> Thank you. Victoria, where can we find you? Sure. It's Above the Bar Dance Academy. And our website is www.atbda.com. We're on Instagram and Facebook at ATB Dance Academy. All right. Well, we will have that in the show notes. How about you, Dr. Emma? So we're pretty active on Instagram and our Instagram handle is Kairos in motion. So that's C-H-I-R-O-S in motion. And then our website is sports-chiropractors.com. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you everyone for being here today. And I hope all the listeners, you got a good insight into what you can do to make the most of the conference. Thanks everybody. <music>